Virgin Mornings with Vinny and Shannon. 95.9 Virgin Radio. Today, July 5th, Tuesday. Decent outside now. But the call for showers, uh, the remainder of your uh, Tuesday is supposed to start late morning or so. My name is Vinny. Shannon is uh, is off getting married this weekend. If you want to send along your well wishes to her, our man Zenga. He's here doing some behind the scenes. He's here on the mic. Man of many talents. How you doing, my man Zenga? You doing all right today? You doing good? Yeah, I'm doing yeah. good. Thank you. Uh, nice morning. Yeah. Uh, are you feeling better than Joey Chestnut today? Do you know the name? I, I, I know Joey Chestnut. He's like a, a, a food eater, right? So he's the hot dog eating champion, and he did it again. He he won again for the 15th time yesterday. Wow. Most hot dogs consumed in 10 minutes. How many hot dogs do you think he took down? So this is just the bun and uh, and the wiener. How many wieners do you think he took down? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds weird when you say it like that. Eh? This guy, I mean, this is what he does like for a living. How many? Uh, and what's the time frame? 10 minutes. 10, 10 minutes? minutes? Yeah. Oh, pfft. Probably like, you know, 40. Higher. Higher than 40? More than 40, yeah. Uh, 65. 63 wieners <laughs> in 10 minutes. But get this, he's slowing down. It's way off his record of 76. So one year he did it in 76. That can't be healthy. No, There's it no be. way. Of course not. How many do you think you can take down in 10 minutes? Ugh, two. <laughs> That's it? No, That's I, it. I can do at least like eight or nine. Jeez, no, I, I, you know, I value my health a little bit more than that. <sighs> Not if it's like a LaBelle Provence hot dog. I am going in. If you've had a bit of alcohol before, <laughs> help you out a little bit. We dared a friend of mine when we were in high school uh, to do as many McDonald's cheeseburgers. So, and he did, I think he did about 12. <laughs> Wow! In uh, in about five minutes or so, and we were supposed to pay him, and we didn't. Some friend you are. Let's play a little game called "What Year Is It." Gonna play a hook of a number one song. You got to tell me what year it is. And Zanga, you only get one guess. Oh wow! Okay. Only one guess for this game. What year is it? Are you ready for your first song? I am ready. Here we go. It's getting hot in here. Nelly hot in here. Number one in which year? He's really rocking his brain, his hand on his head and everything. Because I remember I remember this when this song came out. You can text um, us the answer and see if you can get it right. Triple nine, double nine. It's 1998. Am I no. off by a lot? You're off by a few years. Oh, wow. Yeah, you think it's earlier or later, like an older song or the 98 or not? No, I think it's like in the 90s. If I was off, I was off. By no, you were off. Uh, we got a text at triple nine double nine. The right answer, it is 2002. Wow. He said 1998. Nope. This is a good start for you. Coldplay, Viva La Vida. What year was this song number one? On the charts, you can text us the answer. See if you can beat Zenga this morning. Really getting into it here. He looks like he's taking this very seriously. Uh, it, it's definitely the 2000s, so yes. I'm going to say 2000 and, let's say, 2012. 2012. Mm. On our, a few years on our text line, uh, 2011. To, no, nobody got it right. 2008. R really? 2008. I know. What is that? 14 years it's already been. Now. Yeah, that's amazing. I know. Uh, so far, not doing well. Maybe you'll redeem yourself now. This song was number one, Lil Nas X. Old Town Road. Nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. 
Uh, guess on our text line triple nine double nine. What year do you think it was number one? Oh, that's that's light work. That's uh, twenty. I'm so gonna get this wrong. Oh, you got that right. Twenty. <laughs> it's okay. Take your time. Twenty. Twenty. It was 2019, wasn't it? Uh, it was 2019. <laughs> it was 2019. <laughs> Okay, no, that one, you know what? You're on the right track. Next song, number one in which year? This is called What Year Is It? Carly Rae Jepsen. Hey, I just met you. This is crazy. But here's my number. So call me, baby. Text us if you know the right answer. Number one in which year? Only one guess. Uh, let's say 20... 2011. Oh, it was 2012. On our text line, we got it right. Thank you, Andrew from Lachine. She got that right. Zenga, 0 for 4, my man. We need a music class. We need to... <laughs> Montreal just ranked third for this in Canada. And I don't know if it's going to shock you or not. It's Virgin Mornings. My name is Vinny. Shannon is off. Zenga is here. And uh, Montreal just got ranked third for this. What do you What do you think? Uh, Zenga is a is a transplant in Montreal now for for a few months. What do you think? If you had to just take one guess, third in Canada for this, probably potholes. <laughs> no, we're first. No, we're right. <laughs> <laughs> great guess though. Third most expensive city in the country. Oh wow! Yeah. Now you've lived in other provinces. Are you surprised to hear that? Or isn't Montreal cheaper than uh, than a lot of other places? I mean, when right. I when I moved here, a lot of people said that, hey, Montreal, uh, Quebec in general, uh, you're going to find that it's rent cheaper. is a lot cheaper. Yeah, and so far that that's that's living up to it's you know, accurate. What people say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good, because they look at everything: uh, food, transportation, housing, and they also look at uh, inflation and all that. And uh, can you guess the top two that are ahead of us? The most I'd, expensive. <laughs> that's easy. It's, it's <laughs> Toronto and Vancouver. Yes, it is. <laughs> And then Ottawa comes in number four and Calgary uh, comes in number five. Um, but I just hope we don't become like those cities eventually, right? Because you know eventually this stuff's just going to start rising. Well, I mean, I, th I think the, the big difference between uh, here and the rest of those other places mm. is that they, the government doesn't, you know, help out a lot with, ever, with all that stuff. Because that's, uh, that's the reason I heard. They, they said that's why you pay so much high taxes because uh, it makes the cost of living here a lot lower go down okay but so over there they're like you're on your own figure it out really <laughs> yeah they don't care so we get help here <laughs> all right it's a super hot day maybe you got people coming over maybe you're planning a party for one of your kids this will save you so much time and it'll be mess free you know those cupcake liners that you use for cupcakes and making muffins in the oven well take one of those trays right it has like the 12 sections in there put the liners in it like you're making muffins but put ice cream in there okay do this ahead of time maybe a few hours ahead of time put the ice cream in there in each one in each cupcake liner and then put it in the freezer a few hours later if you have some people over take it out take a cone upside down now turn the cone upside down stick it in to the ice cream which is in that cupcake liner and then just turn it over and then take the liner out so if you have especially having a party you can put the 12 cones all at the same time, and then take one out. Even It can even be served that way. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Instead of having the scooper and then helping everyone one at a time. So, okay, Jordan, you, you wait. Oh, okay. You know, I'm going to get to your ice cream soon. This will save you so much time. You're welcome. Looks like somebody swore at Elmo. Who swears? 
at Elmo. We'll get to that in just a sec. But first, now we uh, officially know what happened to Travis Barker. Remember, he got rushed to the hospital about a week ago. He took to Twitter to explain how he ended up there. He said during uh, an endoscopy, a polyp was removed. But at that time, it damaged a critical pancreatic tube and it caused pancreatitis, like a life-threatening pancreatitis that he had to rush to the hospital. He said he started feeling pain uh, Monday after dinner and he's so very, very grateful that with intensive treatment, he is currently doing much better. So we're happy to hear that. James Cameron, the director, Titanic, Avatar, Avatar 2 coming out later on this year. He says, quote, I don't want anybody whining about the length of the movie when they sit and binge watch TV for eight hours. Give me a beep and break. I've watched my kids sit and do five one-hour episodes in a row. Does he have a point? No. What do you think? No, no, no. Because when, when we binge watch something, right, it's something that we're really interested in. Right? Yeah. So, the Irishman, a three-hour movie. Too long. Did not expect that. I yeah. I had to break it up into days. Yeah. It was that long. I think with shows, too, there's like an arch to each show. So if a show is about 40, 45 minutes, there's an arch to it. You know, you take a breather. Yeah, you can take breathers during movies, but it's like your attention has to be focused the whole time and it's draining, maybe. So you know what, James Cameron? Calm down. <laughs> okay. Uh, Avatar 2 and 3 and 4, I think they're making new Avatar movies. Uh, they're all coming out. Sesame Street, uh, get this, there's a blooper that resurfaced from 1994. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who plays Elaine in Seinfeld, she was on... Uh, Sesame Street, and it looks like she swore at Elmo. This is just coming out so now. So that's it! Shh! Ah, the grump needs... Sorry. He said a bad word. Five dollars! Five dollars! You're gonna be a rich Muppet at the end of this day. Hey! She had to put five dollars in the swear jar because she swore on the set of the Muppets, and that's just resurfaced now, many, many years later. What broken thing in your home have you learned to live with Instead of fixing it, and you just kind of just live your life, I'm like, ah, you know what, I can call somebody to fix this, but I know how to kind of work my way around this. And I'm bringing this up because there's a few things in my house that my wife's always telling me, hey, you need to fix that, you need to fix that. There's a, there's a light above our stove, I don't know if you can relate. One of them burnt out, tried to fix it. Now we just have one light uh, atop of the stove. Then we tried putting another one in, but it doesn't dim. So we actually have to unscrew it every time we want less light. It's it's a mess, but we've just learned to live with it. My toilet's making sounds. You know what? I'm like, I know. I know how to open it, pull the thing, and uh, it stops making that sound. And I said, you know what? Let's talk about this uh, on Virgin Mornings because I know there's a lot of you out there in the same situation. It seems like it on our Facebook page, Virgin Radio Montreal, that broken thing in your home that you've just learned to live with without fixing it. And uh, text coming in, my dishwasher, light in the fridge. It's uh, it's not a burnt light bulb, but I don't know what it is. Uh, Natalia says a couple of tiles on the kitchen floor are cracked. It's been seven years. See what I mean? What's broken? And you just learn to live with it. Ashley, what's it for you? Uh, so three years ago, uh, birds actually got into our dryer vent. And when we had somebody come in to clean them out, they told us that our dryer vent was disconnected. So here we are three years later. Uh, Still hanging our clothing because uh, somebody told me that they'd have to break down walls to get into that vent. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, I didn't want to do that. Okay, so you're going old school. You put stuff on a clothesline? Yeah, we just uh, hang our clothes on the clothesline, hang them up in the bathroom to dry. They take longer, but... Okay, but you're saving electricity. You're saving hydro. Yeah, that's true. That's a positive spin. 
There's a reason why, like, our parents and grandparents did that, right? It was to save money. It was easy. It was convenient. Oh, yeah. My mother-in-law still does that, so... <laughs> I just tell her that's that's the reason I'm following her. Yeah, <laughs> very smart move. Our house. Yeah. So when we moved into our house five years ago, it was a bit of a fixer upper. Okay. Um, especially the basement area, we had to completely gut it. So we ripped up the walls, ripped up the floor, ripped up the stairs. Um, and we still don't have a basement. That my kids didn't even realize that the doors that were in our entrance were a door to a basement. <laughs> A few months ago. You're kidding. We opened, them up. Yeah, no. we opened them up and they're like, what is that? We're like, that's a basement. They're like, what's a basement? It's where the boogeyman lives. Yes. Yeah. So we drop them down and they're like, oh, there's this whole other room down here. Time for a laugh. It's Battle of the Bad Dad Jokes. Caroline is on the phone. How are you, Caroline? I'm good. How are you? We're doing wonderful. Uh, before we get to dad jokes, we were talking this morning about things that are broken in our house that we've just learned to live with? Is there anything in your place that you you know it's broken, but you're just like, well, whatever? Yeah, it's actually my pantry cupboard. Every time I open it, the door kind of like falls off, and then I just like put it back on top of the other door under it and pretend it's okay. <laughs> and you ever say like, I'm going to get around to fixing this eventually? No, that's like my husband's job. <laughs> of course, it's always our job. And that's why I talked about it this morning, because this is a whole list that I haven't gotten to yet. <laughs> So let's hear your joke. Let's let's all uh, laugh together. What dad joke do you have for us today? Okay, so what do you get when you cross an angry sheep with an angry cow? What do you get when you cross an angry sheep with an angry cow? What? A bad mood. A bad mood. <laughs> I mean, you're, that was a pretty good sheep. No, it was pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I need to work on the cow part, you no, know? you know what? Your delivery was pretty good, though. I got to give it to you. It's probably better than ours, so who are we to talk? Zenga is here. He does a lot of the behind the scenes, and he's stepping in uh, because Shannon is off. So, Zenga, go ahead whenever you're ready. He's already laughing. Okay. Uh, it's so funny. Um, I'm afraid for the calendar. You want to know why? Why? Because its days are numbered. Oh. Uh, not that's bad. It's okay. <laughs> All right, Caroline, I think I'm going to do better for you. I don't know if uh, I'm not the greatest driver. So the other day, cop pulled me over and he said, papers. And I said, scissors and drove off. <laughs> hey, rock, paper, scissors, huh? Oh, uh, that's funny. I like that one. <laughs> okay, so is that the winner? Okay, you know who the real winner is? It's you. Your joke was better. Honestly, your delivery, you had sound effects. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> you put more effort in. And thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. I want to say a big happy anniversary to my amazing in-laws, Mary and Tony, who I love so much. 42 years of marriage today on July 5th. And my amazing mother-in-law is on the phone, Mary. Happy anniversary, Mary. Thank you so much, Vince. Thank you. And you're such a great example of what love is because you guys work together all day long. And so you see each other we so do. much. <laughs> and you've been together we do. 42 years. So what's what's the secret from your perspective to, uh, to a happy marriage and a long marriage? There's, there's a lot of little things that we can do. We stay connected all, at all times. We know we trust each other. We care for each other. We have faith in each other. It's like, basically, we have, we're doing what we were told to do. Yeah. When we took our vows, we swore by them. It's, and it's excellent. And you know what? Our love just grows stronger and stronger as it goes every day. And of course, with a beautiful, beautiful, God-blessed family that we have. Yeah. And yeah. thankfully enough, you know, I have the joy of my life right now 
with my son-in-law, my beautiful daughter, and my beautiful three granddaughters. What more can we ask for that makes our marriage a lot more stronger? I tell all you young out there, believe in marriage, believe in love, and believe in yourself. You know it's good when it's good. Well said, Mary. Another thing I noticed about you guys is how you, when there's a conflict, you just, you get it over with, right? You you, you face it. Oh, yeah. That's it. You don't hold it in. You just kind of, you tackle it and you move on, right? Right away. You got to get to it. You don't sleep on it. You talk to it right away. You get rid of the issue and you continue or else it's going to be there all the time. We get rid of it and you never go back. And you guys are still affectionate too. After 42 years of marriage, I see the the kissing and the rubbing and the way Tony is with you. It's beautiful. Oh my God. You see that? You see all that? Oh my God. Oh my God. No, and it's it's a great example. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed. No, don't be. I think it's a great example. It's a great example for your daughter and your son-in-law like me and other family members who are younger and who look up to that and your grandkids who see what true love really is after so many years. So I think it's fantastic. It's beautiful. And it's special and it grows stronger and stronger every year. As we grow older together, we always wanted to do that. We wanted to grow old and gray together. And sure enough, uh, I think we're getting there. <laughs> uh, it's so nice. Well, happy anniversary uh, to, Thank to you. you, Mary, and to Tony. 42 years to many, many more. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Listen live to Virgin Mornings with Vinny and Shannon weekday mornings from 530 to 10. Or listen on demand to their daily podcast.